1: Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co host, Dr. Nita Valens.
2: Hi there, Dr. Darrow.
1: Hello, Nita Valens. How are you today?
2: I'm great. And yourself? I'm living it up. Well, yay. Well, don't we want all our listeners to live it up and our future callers? By future, I mean in one minute. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Of course we do, and we're going to help them
2: feel a lot better. That's right, because what this program is about today is about muscle pain, joint pain, ligament pain, tendon pain, disc pain, back pain, arthritis pain, any kind of basically dull aches, orthopedics. Basically, So what I really want you to do is give us a call during this hour at one 866 here at the station. That number again is 866 870 And Dr. Dr. has an amazing website with lots of information on it. You might want to check it out at www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. You can email him off of every page on the site and watch him performing the treatments on video. And we are here Saturdays at 10 a.m. and again at 1 p.m., just so you know. And when you call the program today, very important detail, you get Dr. Darrow's latest book called Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy. Regenerate, Don't Operate is the subtitle with over 264 studies. If you've been listening for a while, you want to call the office right now, make an appointment, or get personalized information, there's phone answers all the time, or they'll call you right back at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. So our call-in number here at the station, one more time, 866 866- Eight seven zero five seven five two. What do you think, Dr. Darrow?
1: Well, I love it. I love the work I do. I love the way that I see people heal every day. And um, it's a lot of fun. Very simple procedures. All we do is we can withdraw blood from your arm, just like when your doctor takes labs for you. And we can spin it in a centrifuge. And then we can take out the red cells because they hurt and inject the platelets with the plasma. We call that PRP. That's PRP, platelet-rich plasma. And we inject it all over the body wherever you need it. And uh, we can also add stem cells to that if you have something that needs a lot of work that um, is not as easy to fix. So it's up to you which one you want to do. I mean, we consult together to figure out what we think is best for you. And these are procedures that are done typically once every couple of weeks until you're better. It's not a one-shot, fix-all type of a thing. Don't come in waiting for the holy miracle because it's not always like that. Um, It has worked on me overnight um, in some areas and other areas have taken quite a while to heal depending on the intensity of the injury and it works all over the body and there is a email that just came in that i want to go to here because this is kind of interesting go for It it says it says knee slash face so number one question is is bone marrow therapy the same as stem cell injections and i can deal with that very easily there's a lot of ways to get stem cells And uh, the way that's illegal in this country is to take uh, newborn babies or fetuses and use their livers or kidneys. That's in Eastern Europe that's done and other places around the world where they use abortion as birth control. That's illegal here. So that's called embryonic stem cells. We do not do that. That is illegal. But we can go into the bone marrow. Right above the buttocks, there's an area that sticks up, and it's easy to get to. It takes me about three seconds to get into the bone. Then we aspirate it out, and um, we just came up with a study, a giant study, that shows that whether we spin bone marrow or we use it direct from uh, the pelvis, the results are exactly the same statistically. So don't get all caught up in uh, which is the best way to do it. It's your preference. We do it whatever way you want to do it. Um, So when we take your bone marrow, that has PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and it has stem cells in it. There are other ways of doing it. We could use your your PRP from your blood and add umbilical uh, stem cells to that also. That's from a newborn baby, healthy, and uh, the umbilical cords, which normally are just thrown away, Um, are donated to the hospital, and I guess they must sell them to these labs that we buy them from. So either way, our results are the same. Um, That's up to you. Uh, Then the person goes on to say, this kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, They ask about Botox injections, and we do that also, which um, can smooth out the wrinkles on the face. And then... um, they talk about Juvederm, which is a hyaluronic acid that is used as a filler in the face. And then it says, do you use any anti-aging stem cell treatments for the face? So my personal uh, love is to do orthopedics, musculoskeletal pain things and injuries, arthritis. But um, my wife, Michelle, does the face She is a very beautiful woman, and uh, she keeps her face beautiful by, believe it or not, injecting her own face. And um, I take care of my body, so I'm ready for sports all the time by injecting my body. So, yes, this can be used all over the body, and it can be used for cosmetics, and it can also be used to grow hair on the head, believe it or not. And in my book, Stem Cell and platelet therapy regenerate, don't operate. At the end, there's a section on uh, growing hair and the research behind that. So uh, there's a lot of things that these regenerative treatments take care of. And I'm sure as time goes on, because there's so much research being done on this. And when you're hear, when you hear your doctor say there's no research on it, uh, meaning your orthopedic surgeon doctor, he hasn't looked. Um, because it is all over the place. There's so much research on this. We have a 25-person research team in our office, and typically these are uh, students or graduates who want to get into medical school, and they use the research as a springboard for that. And we have published quite a bit of research on stem cells and platelets. It's out there. And if your doctor says it hasn't been researched, and he doesn't know anything about it. He just hasn't looked. It's all over the place. So, yeah. What do you think, Nita?
2: Well, I think it's amazing how far it's come. You know, the whole regenerative medicine uh, discipline has come very far in recent times because it started with is proliferation therapy. So now there's many options, and it, I think it's fabulous.
1: I'm going to throw out a couple phone numbers. So get your pencils because we would love having you call me right now. And uh, the phone number to the studio is 866-870-5752. I'm going to repeat it for you. 866-870-5752. I would love to speak to you um, and hear about your issues with pain, and um, see what's going on with you. And if if you don't want to, pre- if you want to pretend it's not you, just say it's your mother, or your brother, or your son, <laughs> or your daughter, because <laughs> that works too. And um, also, I want to give out the website, which has videos of me doing these procedures, and you can see if it's something you think is appropriate for you. And the easiest easiest website to look at for stem cells is www.lastemcells.com. I'm going to repeat it, www.lastemcells.com. And you can go there right now if you like on your computer. And on every page of my website, there is a spot where you can email me questions. And uh, if you want to get more information than If I miss something on the show today, you can always call the office. And the phone number there is 800-300-9300. We are very experienced. We probably do more of this than anybody on the planet. And um, we are busy. And um, we will fit you in. If If you call up and say that you listen to me on the radio, I'll get you in that day. I'll make a space for you. So I know things are, yeah, um, we are treating people right now and uh, we would love to hear from you. So again, the phone number to the office is 800-300-9300. So should I take another question?
2: Yes. And I'll just give the, uh, the station number right here again, one more time before you do that. It's 866 870-5752. Eight seven zero five seven five two. That's 866 If you're just joining us, this is Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow, and we're taking our calls and questions about orthopedic pain, arthritis pain, which is pretty common. So anything that's bothering you or somebody you know, give us a call right now. Thank you.
1: So this next question says um, hip-stenosis. Let's see what this person has to say. I have low spinal cord stenosis and a left hip scheduled for total hip replacement. I would like to know if there is any other solution or only surgery. Well, my whole life has been dedicated in medicine to staying away from surgery. And the reason for that, as most of you listeners know is that I had a shoulder surgery my fourth year of medical school when I was learning orthopedic surgery, because that's what I wanted to do. I thought that was really cool being an orthopedic surgeon until my boss did my shoulder. I'm sorry, yeah, that's right, it was my shoulder. That was the first thing I had. Actually, that's the only surgery I had, but I had other parts of my body injected. Um, At any rate, I had shoulder surgery... And I woke up, and uh, my arm was as big as a balloon. I had a high fever, and I knew something was wrong. And it took quite a long time for things to quiet down. I thought I had an infection. Unfortunately, many of these orthopedic procedures end up in infections. I get them in my office all the time. And um, I can't say the surgery was done right or wrong. I assume that my boss did it perfectly, but it came out bad. And that's kind of the story that I hear all the time, that um, the surgery was a success, but the patient came out bad. And uh, Nita, I don't know if you remember, several months ago, we had a woman who called up who was crying. Yes. And who said that her husband had just awakened from a neck surgery and um, that he was put on a ventilator. And the bad news for that is that he eventually died after some time. He was in the hospital a long time, and things just went wrong. So, um, you know, it's not about the surgeon being a good surgeon or bad surgeon. It's just that most of these surgeries just should not be done. And, you know, since we've been doing regenerative medicine all these years, we have shown the world that surgery is not the best way to handle musculoskeletal issues. There are times it needs to be done. If you have a broken bone, you better get to the surgeon right away and have them patch it up. But uh, most of these surgeries should be done, should not be done. And um, we have the statistics. If you read my book, which I'm showing to the video camera right now, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, regenerate, don't operate. It's got a lot of studies showing the failure rate of these surgeries. It's very, very high. And regenerative medicine, it's very difficult to hurt someone. Maybe we can't heal everybody, but neither does surgery. But we can get most of the people that come into the office get better. So the person says they have low spinal cord stenosis. That means that the spinal cord is being squeezed by the bones that it goes through. Does that mean you need surgery? Sometimes, but most of the time not. We have so many people that come in with spinal stenosis that we heal up with injections. Now why is that? Well, because they may have spinal stenosis that shows up on an MRI, but it's not the cause of the problem. Be very careful I think the biggest problem with these surgeries is they're done on an MRI instead of looking at the person. Most of the people that I have come in that have failed surgeries, I ask if their surgeon touched their body to examine them. And they go, well, no, why would they? They showed me the MRI and they showed me the problem. Well, guess what? When doctors like us do MRIs on people that have no pain at all, Guess what we find?
2: We find that where the MRI I'll answer says, it for you. okay, I'll answer
1: it for you. Okay, <laughs> just just tease Anita. I know, but um, I was just going to say show,
2: something silly and make you laugh. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> well, good. Um, it can show spinal stenosis, but the person has no symptoms down their arms or legs. It can show hip arthritis. And it looks like they need a hip replacement, but guess what? They have no pain. It can show rotator cuff tears in the shoulder, but guess what? They have no pain. I'm a living example of that. After my shoulder was operated on and it got worse, and I learned about this type of therapy, I injected my own shoulder and was healed the next morning after years of misery after that that failed surgery. So, I am a living testament to the fact don't look at the MRI to decide what's wrong. I did have rotator cuff tears and labral tear, but guess what? And I'm showing the video people here. I have no pain in my shoulder. Yeah, there's tears. So, what? Don't get caught in this tradition of medicine that if you have something that looks bad, you have to operate on it. You do not. There are cases when you do have to, but most of the time you do not have to. So um, I have to touch this person's back to see what they're calling spinal stenosis is real. I'm not going to get it from an MRI or an X-ray. I like to have those images done because there can be ancillary information I come up with. We actually occasionally find things like cancer. When we do an MRI that's unrelated to the person's injury or their pain. So yes, I do like to get images done, but I don't treat based on the images. I treat based on my examination. So we have to be super, super careful about that. Why don't we go to Mary who's been waiting?
2: Let's do it. Mary in Temple City.
1: Mary, Mark Darrow here. I'm your doc today on the radio. yeah, so I understand that you have pain in your back of your leg. No, what well, part of, yeah, what I, part I, of that is, is that?
0: I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> what, what part of your leg is it?
0: Oh, okay, well, it started in the uh, lower back and I think picking something up. But when I get the pain, if it is pain, uh, it's like an ache, and like a burning sensation in the back of my knees. And then okay. sometimes it rides up close to my butt, and, okay. and it's very—it's—it's uh, it, not like a, a great big pain, but it's—it's it's, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned you mentioned that you had low back pain. Is that yes. still present, or does that gone?
0: No, actually, uh, uh, when I stand a lot. The, the most disturbing is the burning sensation in the back of my legs.
1: Okay. So the thing we have to do, um, because the typical knee-jerk reaction, excuse the pun, of a doctor is to get an MRI, look in the back, and then if there is something like a herniated disc, they're going to suggest that you have an operation, But what I would do is I would do an examination on all of the areas that bother you because it sounds like what you're talking about may be local pain in the back of the knee. It could be a Baker's cyst, okay, Uh, you know, which is something we can aspirate under ultrasound guidance, so we're safe with that. And um, it could be a problem with the knee itself, okay? Okay.
2: And Mm -hmm.
1: typically, a Baker's cyst, the fluid that comes to the back of the knee, is really coming from the front of the knee. And we'll typically find fluid in the front of the knee that we can see with an ultrasound. And the ultrasound is done by way of, um, looks like a a laptop computer that I have at the bedside. And there's a probe that we can use And then I can look inside the body with that. If there's fluid Mm -hmm. in the front of the knee, that most Mm -hmm. likely means that you've got some problem with the knee. And if there's fluid in the front, it it often can push into the back of the knee and cause one of these cysts. But the uh, back of the knee is generally...
0: On both legs? It could be, be, yeah. Okay. Because I have no problems of uh, uh, moving my leg. And, and I know my sister has, which I'm <laughs> going to give her your number, uh, has a, a, a bad knee. And her problem seems to be a lot different than mine.
1: Well, so everybody I, has different problems. We just have to check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but what I mean, the pain, her symptoms, hers is real pain. Uh, mine, okay. like I say, it's a, a burning sensation on the back of my
1: leg. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also mentioned that it comes up to your butt, or it's in two places. Yes, yes. And there's a spot right below the buttocks uh, where the ischial tuberosity is. That's the bone of the pelvis, the bottom part. And there is a something called the gluteal bursa that sits right there. So a lot of people have pain right there that can burn also. And um, those those things in your knee and at the bottom of your butt are things that typically can be fixed. This does not sound like sciatica to me, but I'd have to okay. examine you to find out what's going on. And the okay. low back is something most commonly is a ligamentous pain, where the iliolumbar ligament attaches. And unfortunately, many doctors do spine surgery when it's really a ligamentous problem and then the person doesn't get better.
0: Hmm. hmm. that's what I'm afraid so, of. That's why I'm uh, uh, that's why I'm calling you <laughs> because well, I, I do appreciate want to find out if, it. The, if there yeah. are other ways to take
1: care. Well, you're going to have to let you're going to have to let me examine you and I can't okay. do that over the radio and the mm-hmm. number to the office is 800 300 9300, that's 800-300-9300, you can call right now, there's people by the phones, or you okay. can just, if it's busy there, just leave your phone number, and they'll call you right back, and okay. let's get you in, okay, I can be- let me let me Thanks. touch your back, and, and underneath uh, that hamstring attachment, and then the back of the knee, and see if we can get you fixed, because... Regenerative medicine is typically amazing on those areas, and it usually heals people up very, very quickly using platelets from your blood or stem cells, depending on what you need.
0: Well, uh, I certainly would want to go that route opposed to any kind of surgery. So, well, yeah, it just uh, makes
1: sense. We want to be conservative. We don't want to sure? do things that can cause problems. And mm-hmm. getting, walking into the office, getting an injection and walking out, is one of the most conservative forms of medicine I understand.
0: Okay. Is there anything else uh, uh, that I could do meanwhile to, uh, would I stand too long? Then Mary, I, uh, I'm
2: so sorry to interrupt you for a sec. Stay with us. We have to go to a quick break. You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Grab a pen or a pencil, write down this important information coming your way. I'm your host, Nita Valence, and we'll be right back.
1: You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Dr. Darrow's practice is located at the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. To schedule an appointment, call 1-800-300-9300. That's 1-800-300-9300. Dr. Darrow will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned.